Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Franco Luna Puma Podcast. You're listening to Teka Teka News. Balitang thinking, hindi breaking. In this episode, Our tax system will be adjusted in order to catch up with the rapid developments of the digital economy, including the imposition of value-added tax on digital service providers. The initial revenue impact will be around 11.7 billion pesos in 2023 alone. We talk about the dreaded new bill taxing digital transactions. The proposed House Bill 4122 is not taxing the tech giants. It's burdening the local consumers because it will be passed on to us. For sure. So, supply. For sure. Uh-oh. Supply siya. Pangalawa, they are projecting 19 billion. Are we honestly wasting our time for a bill that would generate 90 billion? Uh-oh. Kulang pa sa confidential funds nila yan. That's tax expert Mon Abrea speaking over One News the Chiefs. He's a former BIR examiner and co-chair of the Ease of Doing Business Task Force on Paying Taxes. The House of Representatives passed a bill seeking 5% value-added tax on registered non-resident digital service providers, or DSPs. For local digital services, the tax goes up to 12%. Under the law, all digital advertisement, subscription-based streaming services, and other online services will have to pay up. In a nutshell, oo, kasama ang Spotify at Netflix dyan. Pati na rin ang Canva, Zoom, Carousel, Shopee, Lazada, Grab, Food, Panda, at iba pa. So when they say consumers will bear the brunt of it, this is what they mean. So under this proposed law, even yung mga maliliit na online sellers ay maapektuhan. So, magkakaroon ng 12% VAT. Now, yung uh, tao, yung consumers, yung 100 pesos nila madadagdagan, yung, yung binibili nila na worth 100 pesos, madadagdagan ng 12 pesos yan. ba? Diba? Kasi 12% yung VAT. So, liliit yung buying power ng isang consumer. ba? Diba? Eh, marami sa mga consumers ngayon. Instead of buying uh, brand new items, they opt to buy dito sa mga online sellers na nagbebenta halimbawa ng mga damit, ng mga pre-loved clothes, pre-loved uh, home appliances, etc. That's Ronald Gustilio. He's convener of advocacy group Digital Pinoy's. According to the Economy Southeast Asia report in 2021, the Philippines is now the fastest growing internet economy in Southeast Asia. It's driven by e-commerce and food delivery services among others. Under the COVID-19 pandemic, online selling became the main livelihood of many Filipino families. Even students resorted to renting out their Spotify and Netflix accounts for some extra cash. But Ronald says not only does this bill turn consumers away from spending, it also goes against the government's campaign to push for the digitalization of enterprises. 
if we remember, yung Department of Trade and Industry, they have been pushing uh, uh, micro, small, and medium enterprises to engage in digital technology para matulungan yung negosyo nila. Pero kung sa ganitong kalagayan na magkakaroon ng additional tax yung kanilang negosyo, hindi kaya magdalawang isip din sila na pumunta doon. We're pausing for a quick break now. Next up, a proposal on taxing the corporations instead of the consumer. Now, if these bills get Senate approval soon, they could take effect as early as next year. A counterpart measure filed by Senator Pia Cayetano has yet to hurdle the Senate, but senators don't seem too hot on it just yet. It's still pending before the Committee on Ways and Means as of press time. So what's the right way to go about taxing digital transactions then? Here's Mon Abrea again. There's a pending proposal now at the OECD. That's the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development. Their main objective is to actually help developing countries to generate taxes from these tech giants. And they are not proposing a VAT, they are imposing a share, meaning a corporate, a global minimum corporate tax. The proposal is simple. Regardless where they are registered, as long as they generate income from wherever country around the world, they will have to pay. Under the OECD's Global Minimum Tax Proposal, it's multinational enterprises that have to foot a 15% tax rate. Part of the OECD's agreement is the exchange of information between the organization and its participating countries. But it's worth noting that the Philippines isn't a member of the OECD at the moment. It was also just recently removed from an OECD watch list of harmful tax regimes. And the number two, hindi lang uh, global minimum tax, italagang ire-require sila na hindi ka pwedeng kumita sa kahit sa bansa, especially among developing countries in this time of crisis na wala kang binabayad doon sa bansa kung saan ka kumikita. So I guess um, it will also help uh, address the possible uh, tax, global tax evasion wherein they all go to tax havens, di ba? And we know that even in the Philippines, there are those operating in our country but are not declaring their profit here. Ronald agrees. Corporate income tax on digital companies like YouTube and Facebook are much fairer to consumers. But there's also the matter of whether or not the Bureau of Internal Revenue can even properly collect the new tax to begin with. In 2019, the BIR had as much as 80 billion pesos in uncollected taxes. For now, I think what the government needs to do is to fix the tax collection system first. Because yearly, Yearly talaga palaki lang ng palaki yung deficit dahil din hindi sila makakolekta ng maayos. These digital platforms naman din have provided so much din naman for Filipinos. Sarimbawa yung Zoom, yung Canva, we have been ano, using it for free. All, uh, may, meron siyempre may mga premium version pero ang laki ng tulong niya sa mga tao. And that was today's episode of Teka Teka. Again, I'm Franco Luna. This episode was edited by Mark Casillian and produced by Kat Ventura. If you like this episode, share it with a friend or two. And of course, don't forget to follow Teka Teka and Puma Podcast wherever you listen. At para sa mga mahilig manood sa YouTube, Puma Podcast na rin po kami doon. Just search Puma Podcast and subscribe to our channel. Thanks for listening. 